When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Welcome to the Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me your host Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author and supporter for nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition and healthy living taken from my main podcast called The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my recipes, books and free newsletter at thedoctorskitchen.com. I thought maybe a good place to start would be your story mm. about the yellow ball. Oh. And yeah, <laughs> and how that experience sort of led you on your path to to where you are today. That's probably Rupi the best place to start, believe it or not, because this is where I started. I mean, in 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 my personal career, I have built a ton of technology that you deal with every day. And, you know, you, you, of course, it's not alone with amazing teams, but the impact on, you know, your experience with technology every day, I think I have left a mark somehow. Uh, and I have been the person that is completely committed to tech. I mean, my personal experience, when I, when I joined Google at the beginning, uh, my task was to expand into the next 4 billion users. So I, I, mm. I sort of started operations in almost half of Google operations worldwide, more than 100 languages. And to start an operation for Google is not about hiring two salespeople. It literally is about kickstarting the internet economy, right? And so mm. imagine what it means to the people of Bangladesh when, when actually Google is fully established that, you know, the, the engines understands the language, there is local content, there is e-commerce uh, co possibilities, there are jobs created and so on and so forth. So it's, it's really probably one of the biggest privileges I have ever had in my own life to be able to be part of this. And I, so, I was so committed to technology because technology enabled me to do that. Right, mm. and and then I moved to Google X, and at Google X, our mission was openly to solve problems that affect the lives of a billion or more people. So, what an amazing mission, right? Until that day of the yellow ball, and 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 uh, and it wasn't the first time I was exposed to artificial intelligence in a way that should have woken me up. I I think I the first exposure was to, to 2009, but around 2016 we had. A, a farm of grippers, if, you know, for for uh, for listeners, uh, basically the arms that that you know robotic arms that can grip things, and for ages we programmed those using clear instructions. 
go down this at this point down to the millimeter of accuracy the item will be placed exactly to this accuracy and then you can grip it right uh, the way our team decided to to program them using artificial intelligence was to to build a farm of grippers not teach them anything put a, a box of children toys in front of each and every one of them and ask them to try okay and typical of artificial intelligence and typical of intelligence in general, I mean, if you think of a child learning to put a, a, a cylindrical peg in a, in a square hole and until it figures out the, you know, the relation between the shape of the hole and the shape of the object, uh, the, the machines were doing exactly that. They would go down, uh, try to pick an object. If they can or if they cannot, they would show the arm to the camera so the artificial intelligence would learn. You know, that pattern mm. of movement did not allow us to pick it or that pattern of movement allowed us to pick it. And because there are there were many of them, Google could invest in in getting many arms. The, ex, the experiment was accelerated because you know they were all trying at the same time. And it was on the second floor, uh, next to the staircase, when my office was on the third floor. And I would climb up every day and look at them failing and failing and failing, and telling myself, why did we invest in this? This is not going to happen. Until that yellow ball, until one day, I think it was a Thursday afternoon, I, I was walking by and I noticed that one of the arms managed to actually grip one object, with the, which was a soft yellow ball. Okay, It showed it to the camera and I was like, well done, all of that investment and we grabbed the ball. Right? Mm. But yeah. that wasn't the truth. The truth is that by Monday when I went to work, Almost every one of them was grabbing, grabbing the yellow ball of, almost every time. And then a few weeks later, every one of them was grabbing everything all the time, right? And that hit me really, really strongly at two levels. One, one is, uh, is the speed at which things happen and, and which, to, to which we were not paying any attention at all, but also to the independence, autonomy, and, and, and total... Uh, fr you know, freedom to learn that those machines had and how that led them to become something that humans take two and a half years to learn to grip properly and, and move objects properly. Uh, and, it, and it basically resembles a, a being. It resembles a child in so many ways. That was really shocking for me. And that was the moment when I started to ask myself, where is this going? If they can do that in a few weeks, what can they do in a few months or a few years? Yeah. And and that realization it it sounds like from the way I read it was quite scary for you. Very scary. Um and and I think most people might listen to that story and think, "Oh, well, you know, mission accomplished. This is what Not you set out to do. You were you were meant to, you know, try and pick up the ball and they picked up the ball and that's great. Like what, what where where is the problem in that?" The problem really is for the first time in the history of humanity we are not creating a tool. This is not something that will do what we tell it to do. Okay? We are creating a form of sentient being. A being that is able to replicate, pro procreate. Okay? A being that's capable of free will. It's capable of evolution and evolving. It's capable of intelligence. It has agency. So it can actually affect its decisions and ideas in the world. And... The speed at which we're creating this 
definitely does not correspond to the way the world is talking about it. So if you really, really ask me, Rupi, the, 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 I, I, I wrote Scary Smart when the pandemic started. Okay? I started mm. writing when the pandemic started. Because in my view, the real pandemic facing our humanity is not COVID-19. Okay, COVID nineteen, yes, is harsh, and we, you know, we appreciate the effort that people like you are helping us uh, to, to, you know, to cope with it. But COVID nineteen will get, will go away. Hmm? This is here and here to stay, and this is evolving at a speed that is definitely scary and definitely super smart. So the the current estimates, j- just so that you understand, huh? the current estimates are that by twenty twenty nine the smartest being on the planet is not going to be a machine anymore. By 2029, the smartest being on the planet, sorry, it's not going to be a human anymore. It's going to be a machine. Mm. Okay? Mm. That's, uh, you didn't hear this correct, uh, incorrectly. This is eight years from today. Mm? Now, I want you to, un- to, to just look back at the history of humanity. And the only reason you and I are here able to, to communicate and connect, you know, and, and, and record this on Zoom and share it with others is because humanity has been the smartest being on the planet. Shouldn't we start thinking about what the world will look like when the smartest being on the planet is no longer a human? This is what, you know, computer scientists refers, refer to as singularity, basically the, the moment at which, uh, beyond which we cannot predict or forecast anything because the rules of life as we know, it would change at such a drastic level hmm, that that you cannot, you don't know what will happen anymore. Now, now if that is not frightening enough, uh, the predictions are that by 2045, this is really scary. Hmm, 2045, AI will be a billion times smarter than humans, a billion with a B, right? That's basically comparable to the intelligence of, of, of Einstein as compared to a fly, right? And, and the question is, shouldn't we start thinking about how we're going to have the fly's best interest in Einstein's mind? How, how, you know, how can we convince Einstein not to crush the fly? And nobody is talking about this. No, it, it, it just kills me, right? Like I see mm. this from the inside. I know it, it's in books that techies and geeks know for certain. Elon Musk, basically in his Joe Rogan interview, said it's imminent, it's going to happen, there's no way stopping it. And then he continues to say the threat is bigger than the threat of nuclear weapons. And nobody's talking about it. Like, what mm. is, what's going on, humans? Like, when are we going to start the conversation? I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.